You were born with individual strengths and a unique purpose. Don't let fears, false beliefs, or life's happenings diminish your influence. It's time to live and lead for impact. Host Kirsten Ross, expert of transformation, will help you defeat the drama and overcome the trauma that can stop you in your tracks. You'll gain focus, find confidence, and take bold action. Unleash passionate, purposeful you. Let's go. Welcome to Live and Lead for Impact. I'm Kirsten Rasvogel, your host, and this is episode 257. I have a really fun guest today. Her name is Stacey M. Gordon. We met last week and I couldn't wait to have her on the podcast. She's so passionate about the work that she's doing and the impact she's making is really really important. And to quote her, she says, I wouldn't be who I am today without my V21 family and their love and support during my own transition and transformation from classroom teacher to military success coach. Uh, so Stacy M. Gordon is a veteran advocate and military transition coach on a mission to assist with transition and reintegration efforts and veteran suicide prevention initiatives. A former classroom teacher, Stacy teaches lessons on how to be confident, overcome your inner critic, identify your values, set goals, time management, and how to identify spark teams, and that's your support networks, to increase productivity, efficiency, and effectiveness for individuals and organizations, both military-connected and civilian alike. Named the Mr. Rogers of the veteran community by a Marine Corps veteran and adopted by Vets to Industry as a civilian ally and supporter, Stacy is passionate about providing support, friendship, mentorship, social connection, emotional intelligence, and resources and tools to help her clients create a clear vision and holistic strategy for success success beyond service in academics, career, business, and life. Wow, that is quite an intro. So welcome, Stacy. Thank you, Kirsten. It's great to be here. Yeah. So, um, and thank you just up front for all the, the really important impact you're working to make in this world. So, um, you know, I kind of described quite a bit of it just in, in your intro there, but uh, in your own words, tell me about your work and the impact that you're making in the world. Sure. Thank you. I appreciate it. So first and foremost, I just want you know you to know and, and all of the listeners to know that everything I'm doing now has grown completely organically, honestly, since 9-11. Uh, and that was the year that I was learning how to be a teacher. I was in college. And really, I spent 15 years as a classroom teacher. And as my students grew up and evolved, and they moved on to college and military service and the workforce, I really wanted to lean into my passion of life lessons and inspiration and really serve and support the veteran community. So for the past year and a half, I have been through a self-directed boot camp of sorts, and I was adopted by this incredible organization called Vets to Industry. And really, I've transformed into a veteran advocate and military transition coach. So really helping fill some of the gaps, the, the whole person need gaps. Because in transition, a lot of people are focused on, you know, career building and resume building and LinkedIn building, which is all really, really important. But if we don't tap into the, the whole person, you know, uh, your confidence level, your motivation, your sense of really identity beyond service, because everybody's completely, you know, leaving the life that they want 
once knew and they're moving forward to a completely new life. And, and there's a lot of uncertainty and there's a lot of uh, fright, truthfully, you know, it's, it's, it's venturing into the unknown. So I'm just looking forward to, you know, being a guide and just a beacon of hope and light, because the reality is that I'm going through my own transition and transformation. So I can speak from experience. And while I've never worn the cloth of the nation, you know, I, I, and, and honor though, and respect those that do, the reality is that I have been in my own transformation and my own transition from classroom to this new role of veteran advocate and military transition coach. So, you know, every single thing that I'm learning, I get to share with those people I'm mentoring. And the reality is that, as I said in the intro, you know, I would not be who I am without them. And you just knowing that these incredible people are waiting for me on the other side is is motivating me to move forward because I know I I'm able to serve and support them and uh, one of the veterans that has, you know, kind of swooped me up and really helped me in my own transition said to me about a year ago uh, via a Zoom conference, he said, Stacy, I'm tired of losing my brothers and sisters to suicide. We're losing 22 a day by their own hand. And we're losing more to suicide than we are to combat. And Kirsten, he looked into the computer and he said, Stacy, what can you do about it? Because I know you can do something about it. And really, and then he said, I have to go, I have to go take another call. And, and, and I shut the computer and I was hysterical because this veteran, this veteran who, who really embraced me and helped me in my own transition for him to see something in me that I could do something about it was a really, you know, awesome as in powerful responsibility. So all year, I've just been trying to figure out how I could use knowledge that I'm learning. And I've gone through multiple veteran cultural competency trainings, and I've sat in on multiple uh, suicide roundtables and symposiums really to see where, where I have a unique uh, gift, if you will. And, and what, what everything keeps coming down to is that I can help with goal setting. I can help people craft a holistic vision for their life. I can help provide hope in the form of just friendship and mentorship. And, and cause that's a lot of, you know, that's what the veterans keep sharing that that's the one thing, the main thing that they miss is the camaraderie and the support because they've been in a mission, you know, as a team. And then all of a sudden it's, it's every man and women, woman for themselves. And that's, that's, you know, what I'm, I'm hoping to be able to provide that support and that friendship along with the practical tools for life to help set people up for success of all ages. So, well, and I think right now the way our world is so many are feeling isolated. So I can't imagine being, you know, a veteran moving out of the tight knit community that they are relying on one another and all that and, you know, defined roles and responsibilities and shared mission and uh, launching into how the world is. <laughs> right now. Absolutely. Um, isolation and, and division. and Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, not that I would wish COVID on anybody, but the reality is, is that we are all as a human race right now going through that common experience because 
everybody's been through some type of transition or transformation this year. Everybody, or I guess I should say majority of people have felt some sense of isolation and even grief. You know, I want to bring up grief for a second, because again, at this point, I've done numerous, numerous, you know, webinars and learning, uh, especially with this organization is called, it's called TAP. And that stands for Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors. And there was a, 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 a mental health professional that came on and he talked about something called Grief River. And again, I, I, I can get you information. We can put links in the chat, you know, or the show notes for later on. But basically he talked about the importance of honoring and bringing to light thing, losses. It's not only losing somebody in the physical form. It could be the loss of a job, the loss of a friend, the loss of your identity, the loss of even what we've all been going through as a collective, you know, world because of COVID is the loss of normalcy and the loss of certainty. And, you know, so it's really important. And that's something that I've learned in my cultural competence trainings. And I'm looking forward, moving forward to connect with people on a human level. It doesn't matter if you're civilian. It doesn't matter if you're military, you're still a human. So, you know, we all go through different human experiences and, and that ties, like you just said, with, with isolation. And, you know, I'm feeling it myself myself that, you know, I, it's up to me, you know, there's a saying, if it's up to me, or if it's to be, it's up to me. And the reality is, you know, you do have to pick yourself up, but, but it's important knowing that there's also the right people on the other side of the computer, on the other side of the, you know, what, whatever it is, a human interaction that are, that's going to help lead you in the direction that you want to go in and that you need to go into to be the best version of yourself and to help you tap into your true purpose and potential and, and, you know, just to really feel like you're living a fulfilled life. So it's, it's, yeah. So let me ask, um, so what, uh, what is it about military? So you talked about all the way back to nine 11, right. where you feel like pieces have fallen into place. So, uh, what life experiences, maybe it's relationships with military folks, what has drawn you to a focus on, uh, and motivated you to make your unique impact, uh, with veterans? Sure. So thank you for asking. I, I would love to just, uh, start with, with a quote, if that's okay with you. Uh, it's a quote about family and family it's, it's a capital F as in, you know, uh, family isn't always blood. It's the people in your life who want you in theirs, the ones who accept you for who you are, the ones who would do anything to see you smile, who love you no matter what. And that's capital F as in network and support system we create for ourselves in addition to the families into which we are born. And the reason why that's such a really important thing is because 9-11 was a very pivotal year of course, for the world, but in my own personal world, I happened to be in college at that point. I was a, a junior at Muhlenberg College in Allentown, Pennsylvania, learning how to be a teacher. And uh, 9-11 was in September. In October, we lost my grandmother to breast cancer. In November, we lost my roommate's grandfather. And then in February of that year, my mom survived a brain aneurysm. She suffered and survived a brain aneurysm. And that year I realized that it was the support network that you create for yourself in addition to your blood relatives that really help get you through. And when I 
started teaching because I had shared earlier, I was a teacher for 15 years. First and foremost, for me, it was important to let the students know that they were part of a family with a capital F. It was really important that I let them know that I knew they came from homes that loved them and people that loved and supported them. But it was very important for me to instill in them that somebody else had their back as well. And the reality is my first graders are now in college and I've already done some Zoom room uh, or Zoom mentoring calls with them in their roommates. So that's just the the depth of, of relationship and friendship and mentorship. And, you know, so it was the whole family with a capital F is in your peers and your support network, but also because of 9-11, you know, that's really when the deep seeds of patriotism were rooted in me. And, and I brought that into my classroom for 15 years. We always honored and respected the veterans, the military community. And our theme song was, was Lee Greenwood's proud to be an American. And my students still, you know, send me notes, letting me know that they hear that. And um, when they hear that, they think of me and, you know, one one particular year in my career, I had a very difficult group of students that I just really was trying to find the right formula to really make an impact on this particular group of students. And it was Veterans Day that particular year. And I showed them one slide of a power, uh, one PowerPoint slide of a friend of mine who was in his uniform. He had been over in Iraq at that point, at that time serving. And he was also a West Point graduate, the United States Military Academy at West Point. And I said, you know, this is Aaron. And when Aaron comes home, he is going to be called a veteran. And, you know, it's really important that we honor our veterans and our military heroes because they're the ones that are protecting and defending us. And that, and the, the kids were just really, really into it and really interested. And that particular year, I just did a lot of reading about West Point, about the academies, about every branch of the military, but specifically the army. My dad is an army, he's an army reserve veteran. So I'm the daughter of an army reserve veteran. And I just learned learning and I was just really drawn on a personal level to the leadership, the character, the going above and beyond the call of duty, the selfless service, the, you know, one team, one mission and the camaraderie. And that was, that was always the culture that I instilled with my students in my classroom. And it was just nice to, to almost read it on paper. It's, it's that, that's what I was doing and, and also servant leadership. So you're really, you know, it's not, it's not, about the, no, I should say it this way. It's about the people in the organization. It's the people that make the organization great. And sometimes people, leaders lose sight of it's, it's the people that you have to really pour into. So, you know, it's just, it's just really evolved. And then as I shared earlier, when it was just time for me to grow and evolve and lean into the life lessons and the motivational coaching, you know, it just made sense for me to really lean into the veteran community in the military community. And again, to be completely, you know, transparent and a little bit, little, yeah, just transparent. I, I created my first LinkedIn profile last June, which was June, 2020. And, you know, uh, sure enough, about three days after I, not three days, three weeks after I created my LinkedIn profile, you know, knowing that I wanted to serve the military community, a gentleman from this organization, Vets to Industry, saw my profile 
profile and he said, Stacy, I'd love to have a conversation with you because it seems to be, you know, there's a lot of synergy in what you're doing and what our organization does. And on this particular Thursday afternoon, he said, you know, I'd love to invite you into this, you know, this free virtual networking circuit on Saturday. And he said, the more you talk to the people, the more you will see the needs that, that are needed and the gaps that people need help filling. And he said, the best thing for you to do is just kind of hop in and learn as you go. And he said, I'll see you on Saturday. And, and Kirsten, I got off that that phone call with this gentleman, his name happened to be Bruce Thompson. And I said, okay, great. I don't know what specialized knowledge I'm bringing to the table. I, I'm not really sure. And again, to be completely transparent, every event I went to from July, 2020 to about October, November, December, 2020, I showed up in a different version of myself, always to the core. I was all about the relationships in the people, but I didn't know if I should help with career. I didn't know if I should help with resume. I didn't really know, you know, what was my secret sauce, if you will, and what I could bring to the table. And, and, and over time, it really evolved into the the social support and the emotional connection and the life the, the the life lessons that a lot of people were not really addressing and just the the curious questions about life and what fulfills you and what you know where do you feel that you're at at the best version of yourself. And a lot of the veterans kept saying to me, Stacey, nobody's asking us these questions. And if somebody had asked us these questions, we might have taken a different path. So, so it's just been an evolution really for 20 years. And, you know, and then as I shared earlier, you know, the, the, the veterans have really helped me shape myself over the past 18 months. And I, I tell every single, you know, new veteran friend that I meet that people travel in two ways. They evil, ev either travel, you know, every day, every minute of every day is mapped out every, you know, place they're going to eat, place they're going to stay every sightseeing location. I said, that's typically how I travel. That's how I plan my trips. I said, and then there's other people that travel by way of the locals and the locals are guiding them. The locals tell them where to eat. The locals tell them where to stay. The locals tell them, you know, what to wear for for different occasions. And I said, right now you are the locals and I am traveling by way of the locals. Obviously I'm doing my own learning and my own growing, but the reality is I can't help you if I don't know where you need help. So this whole year has just been especially the past 18 months, it's been in partnership with this incredible military community. And it's, it's the, it's honestly, it's active duty from all branches. It's veterans from all branches. It's military spouses from all branches, caregivers and military kids and teens. So it's, it's been a collective effort of evolution on top of my students now, because one of my sixth graders is now in his twenties. And I, I have right here on a three by five index card, some words of encouragement from this 
this gentleman, Troy, and he said, Miss Gordon, I know you were making a difference and a big one, inspiring kids and helping grow them, which is no small feat. But I think you have an even bigger purpose, which you are clearly starting to find. And I hope you are proud of yourself for what you are doing on your own. Keep crushing it. Gordonators come in all shapes and sizes, not just elementary school kids. And, you know, it's just, again, it's, it's the motivation from the people in my life. And, and truthfully, just this morning, right before you and I hopped on this call, I received a text from a new veteran friend of mine. And she said, Stacy, I'm thinking about you this morning. Good luck. You're going to do great. So it's just a, a real collective organic effort, Kirsten. So thank you for asking. Great. Well, that's when you know you're heading in the right direction when the pieces start to fall into place like that. So um, as you move through this work and this transformation personally, where you're helping others, uh, I always like to ask um, people to think about one impact. So just one quick story about kind of one person or family that you've helped. Uh, Cause I think personally, it's so helpful to keep top of mind an mm -hmm. impact that we've created. Cause that can really help fuel our tenacity, you know, which we often need because, you know, it's, it can be difficult, challenging work to make an <laughs> impact in the world. And um, also I think that can be really inspiring for others. So when you think back to the last 18 months, or maybe it's longer, what, uh, what is one impact that really comes top of mind? Uh, yes, there's, there's, there's one particular one. It happens to be a, a veteran who lost his wife to suicide. He watched her take her own life and he, I was sharing some of my ideas with him. And I must also say, this was very early on in this learning journey for myself. And he looked at me, he said, Stacy, I wish I had questions like this asked of me. He said, because I was on the verge of suicide until I looked in the mirror one day. And I just said, I don't like this person anymore. And, and so he said, Stacy, just keep asking those questions of people because they need to be asked these questions. So, so he He's definitely one of them that, that I have his name written on post-its everywhere just to remind me. Good. Yeah. Well, that's um, a powerful impact for sure. And what a difficult time. So as you move through this time of transition and kind of um, on the fly, it sounds like uh, building what you're going to do going forward. I want to, I want to say it's part of it's on the fly, but it's very intentional on the fly. So it's not seat of the pants. It's very intentional. Uh, oh, sure. No, I, uh, no, I can see that. No, there's a drive in a direction for sure. Uh, but you, so, you know, I've been working with people, helping them do this sort of thing for, you know, about 30 years. And so I, I'm making the distinction, um, of the person who, says, I can't do anything until I have it all figured out. And then I'm going to make the thing and then I'm going to do some research and then I'm going to, so, <laughs> and that is not you <laughs> for sure. I feel like you're making the impact while you're, while you're learning, but yes, in an intentional way. Yeah. So, uh, what has been your biggest internal or external challenge that you've had to overcome and how did you overcome it? Thank you for asking really waking up every morning and figuring out who I'm supposed to be and make sure that I keep surrounding myself 
by the right people and keep just a lot of consistent consistency of just keep showing up, keep showing up to these networking events, to these learning events. And it's just the, again, knowing that everybody's waiting for me on the other side, especially these, the, the, the veteran that I had shared, you know, who lost his wife to suicide, you know, that's, that's really how I keep overcoming the challenges just keep, just keep again, lots of post-it notes that say, just keep believing in yourself. And yeah. Did I answer the right question, Kirsten? I just, yes, yes, you did. You did. Um, and now what words of wisdom would you have for others who are either already making an impact or trying to figure it out? What words of wisdom do you have for them? Okay. Uh, I'd like to share a couple of just different quotes that are, are really helping me. Uh, First of all, the first one is just believe in yourself. And, you know, it's, it's not, it's definitely not easy, but again, when you just have this drive and you just know you're on this mission, just, just, just unwavering faith and trust in yourself and, and everything you're doing and just keep moving forward. Uh, there's, there's also something that is helping me, which is the warrior ethos from the United States army. And it's, I will always place the mission first. I will never accept defeat. I will never quit and I will never leave a fallen comrade. And I draw on a lot of my inspiration and inner fortitude from just the military community, the Corps of Cadets at the United States Military Academy at West Point, uh, Medal of Honor recipients. I'm trained in something called the Medal of Honor Character Development Program. And then this whole vets to industry community. And many years ago, I was at a training for this medal. Medal of Honor Character Development Program and Lieutenant Brian Thacker, who's a Medal of Honor recipient, United States Army from Vietnam, said that when he was in the toughest times in Vietnam, he would recite the poem Invictus to himself by William Ernest Henley. And that is something I keep thinking to myself. I have a picture of, of Lieutenant Thacker and I with this quote underneath, you know, posted all over my apartment. And it's, I am the master of my fate. I am the captain captain of my soul. So I'm just going to say it again. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. And the reality is, Kirsten, it's all about the the choices that we're making that move us in one direction or another. So those are some of the words that of inspiration, you know, that have been, that have been motivating me and moving me forward. Thank you so much for that. And that's going to help. And those uh, we'll have those quotes definitely in the show notes. If you didn't have a pen to write those down quickly, Um, Stacey, thank you so much for joining me today and for sharing uh, your inspirational story and your in-process journey. And I love that you're making an impact while you are learning and transforming yourself. So I so appreciate that. And if you want to connect with Stacey, we'll have all of her links at today's show notes. And you can find those by going to defeatthedrama.com. Click on the podcast tab and go to episode 257. Thank you so much, Stacy. Thank you, Kirsten. I appreciate it. And I also want to say if you are working to make your impact and are struggling with personal success strategies or leadership, customer and client service strategies, all those kinds of key uh, components of success and making your bigger, bolder impact, I invite you to check out my impact Academy. Uh, you can gain two weeks free by going directly to this link, myimpactacademy.com 
forward slash join. And uh, there are a wealth of resources there, uh, audio, video, PDF download, uh, digital content that I've created over about 20 years. And also every other week, awesome time together for coaching and strategy sessions. We have an amazing uh, group that's coming together. So there's awesome networking and also uh, happen with your own individual questions uh, to gain customized strategies for your current circumstance. So again, that's myimpactacademy.com forward slash join, and you can find that link as well. Thank you so much for listening. Get out there, make your bigger, bolder impact. The world is waiting. And thanks again, Stacey. Thanks, Kirsten. 